Welcome to the Thriving in the Kingdom podcast with me, Vincent Kodongo. This is a place where you learn how to function in the kingdom of heaven with optimal fruitfulness through the application of its principles. We've been speaking about uh, prayer, and in the uh, last episode, we were, we started speaking about uh, how to pray effectively. Uh, so today, we are continuing with the third pointer. Uh, on the same. The first and the second point were that prayer has to be done uh, made according to the will of God. The second was that uh, prayer that uh, prayer has to be coupled with obedience to the to the Lord. Uh, that your prayers must be backed by obedience to the Lord, obedience to His Word, obedience to specific instructions by the Spirit. Uh, and so the third point is uh, that we are discussing today is that you have to be persistent in prayers. For your prayers to be effective, you have to be persistent. <coughs> In them, what is uh, persistence, or what does it mean to be persistent? According to the Macmillan Dictionary, persistence is continuing to do something in a determined way. If you are persistent, you continue to do something in a determined way. Uh, the Oxford Advanced Learners Dictionary says, uh, or, de- or rather defines it as uh, to uh, determined. Uh, that if you are persistent, you are determined to do something despite difficulties, especially when other people are against you uh, and think that you are annoying or unreasonable. <clears throat> so despite other people having contrary opinion or uh, opposing you, that you remain steadfast and determined to do that thing regardless of the difficulties. If you are that kind of person in a certain context, then you are described as persistent. And therefore, when you're speaking about persistent prayers, we are speaking about this kind of prayers, that you pray in a determined way, that you are determined to get the answers, or that you pray uh, despite the opposition, opposition in the spiritual realm, opposing views about you or the annoyance that people think that you should stop doing it, you should stop praying, <clears throat> but you persist. That's what persistence is. Not all your prayers will be answered at the first instance or after a few attempts of asking for the same thing, even if it's a will of God, yeah? uh, as we saw the last time. You have to be determined to persist, insist, and be relentless in your petitions to the Lord that are in accordance with his will until you receive your answer. So if you ask for it the first time, you don't get it. Ask the second time. Ask the third time. Ask the fourth time. Ask the twentieth time. The thirtieth time. Keep on uh, praying until you see the answer. That is what persistent is. Because when you're persistent, you continue to do something in a determined way. So you're persistent in prayer. You are determined to get the answer. Uh, and you continue to, to, to be persistent is that you continue to do something despite difficulties, despite opposition. So if you're if you that kind of person in prayer, then you are persistent. And most people are not normally persistent. But that's a key for your prayers to be answered. How would we know this? <clears throat> Let us look at the scripture, examine the scriptures because our basis is uh, the word of God, the Bible, which is the constitution of the kingdom of heaven. So Jesus, the son of God, God in the flesh, <clears throat> gave a parable to illustrate the, 
the the need for persistence in prayer and uh, and uh, uh, we normally uh, most people refer to this parable as the parable of the persistent widow uh, so I'll read Luke chapter 18 verse 1 to 8 where he gave this parable this, the scripture says this it says then Jesus told his disciples a parable to show them that they should always pray and not give up that's a, a very uh, important uh, verse to to bear in mind he said in a certain town there was a judge who neither feared God nor cared about men and there was a widow in that town who kept coming to him with a plea grant me justice against my adversary for some time he refused but finally he said to himself even though I don't fear God or care about men yet because this widow keeps bothering me I will see that she gets justice so that she won't eventually wear me out with her coming. And the Lord says, this is Jesus now speaking, says, listen to what the unjust judge says. And will not God bring about justice for his chosen ones who cry out to him day and night? Will he keep putting them off? I tell you, he will see that they get justice and quickly however when the son of man comes will he find faith see so uh, this is Luke chapter 18 verse 1 to 8 so Jesus gave this parable and we have given the reason why he gave this parable in verse 1 that he gave this parable to to encourage his disciples uh, that uh, <clears throat> men ought always to pray and not to faint that men always not to always ought always to pray and not to to give up that's uh, the purpose of the, the parable. Another illustration from uh, scripture is about uh, Elijah the prophet. Some, uh, a scripture that you have read in this series on prayer earlier. Uh, a portion of scripture that you have read. So uh, in, after the contest at Mount Carmel in which Elijah called down the fire from heaven, and it consumed the sacrifice, the water in the trench, and the wood, and the stones. And uh, they, now they kill the prophets of Baal. Uh, what happens in in 1 Kings chapter 18, verse 41 is this. From verse 41, he says, uh, And Elijah said to Ahab, the king of Israel, uh, Go eat and drink, for there is the sound of a heavy rain. This is uh, some perception he was getting from the spiritual realm. Some discernment about what is about to happen. Remember it had not rained for three and a half years. Having Him having been the one who made the declaration about, and prayed about the same in, as depicted in 1 uh, in, uh, Kings chapter 17. This is now in chapter 18. So now uh, this is what happens. <coughs> uh, uh, he says, uh, after telling, he says, he says, uh, so Ahab went, the scripture says, so Ahab went off to eat and drink, but Elijah climbed onto, uh, climbed to the top of Carmel, the same mountain where they were, bent down to the ground and put his face between his knees. He was praying. Then the scripture said this, he says uh, that it is, Elijah was saying this, he says, go and look towards the sea. He told his servant, 
And he went up and looked. There is nothing there. He said, Seven times Elijah said, Go back. The seventh time the servant reported, A cloud as small as a man's hand is rising from the sea. So Elijah said, Go and tell Ahab, Hitch up your chariot and go down before the rain stops you. Meanwhile, the sky grew black with clouds, the wind rose, a heavy rain came on, and Ahab rode off to Jezreel. The power of the Lord came upon Elijah, and tucking the, uh, his cloak into his belt, he ran ahead of Ahab all the way to Jezreel. So you see, uh, uh, having gotten the prophetic revelation of the uh, sound of abundance of rain about to come upon Israel after three and a half years, he, he did not stop there. He started praying to birth this. Remember when you're speaking about uh, uh, the purpose of prayer, one of the things he says is that prayer is the means by which we birth uh, uh, things from the spiritual realm into the natural realm. Yeah. So this is what Elijah was doing. So he started praying. And he prayed like uh, the first time there was no sign. Seven times there was no sign. And then eventually, the seventh time. Now, you can say six times. It didn't say it, it, it didn't appear like there was anything. So when he told him to go back the seventh time, the servant come, came back with a report that uh, now there was a cloud the size of a man's hand. And Elijah knew that he had prevailed. And that's when he told uh, the servant to go and tell Ahab to quickly uh, to go to to hitch up uh, uh, his chariot and go down before the rain stops him so you see that's another illustration from scripture on persistence in prayer the power of persistence in prayer that if you persist in prayer you will eventually get your answer if the prayer is according to the will of god as we have discussed before and you persist in it it will be eventually answered but if persistence in prayer is effective, uh, a question we need to ask ourselves is this. Why don't people persist in prayer? Why do they give up instead of pressing on? And that could be you. Why do you, do you, do you, uh, don't you persist in prayer? Why do you give up instead of pressing on? Uh, there are a number of reasons uh, they can give up. The first one is that uh, is lack of understanding of what happens in the spiritual realm when we are praying. And there are three things I can say about this. The first thing that happens in the spiritual realm is that because you know that man is spirit and the Holy Spirit lives in our spirit, is that uh, there is, as we pray and we are persisting in prayer, there is, uh, God uses this process to develop our faith and patience in us. We develop faith and patience, confidence in God. And that, that's what was happening to the the, part, the persistent widow, the illustration given the persistent widow, that even though she was denied, she kept coming and she kept coming. She persisted. You see also the same for Elijah. Elijah was certain that God is going to do something. So she, he kept persisting and persisting until the prayer was answered and there was rain after three and a half years. On this particular day, he prayed until the rain came down. So you see, uh, so the first thing that happens in the spiritual realm is that there's a development of faith and patience. The other thing that happens in the spiritual realm, the second thing is spiritual birthing of new beginnings. Spiritual birthing of new beginnings. And that was what happened when Elijah kept on praying. 
seven times, at sending his servant seven times. Then what happened is uh, he was bathing what he had seen in the by his prophetic eyes in the spiritual realm that there was about to be abundance of rain. There was about to be heavy rain after a long time of not there being rain. And uh, and so that's that's uh, that, that that's that, that that's that's sort of an illustration of uh, what was happening in the spiritual realm. Another thing that happens in the spiritual realm, and an illustration of this, uh, which is a scripture that I also use a lot in uh, using prayer to declare, uh, making declarations of uh, kingdom diplomats ripples. Uh, is this is a uh, uh, Isaiah uh, chapter sixty-two, from verse one to seven. I can just read. It says. Uh, from verse 1, he says, For Zion's sake, I will not keep silent. For Jerusalem's sake, I will not remain quiet. Till her righteousness shines out like dawn. Her salvation like a blazing torch. The nations will see her, uh, your righteousness and all kings your glory. You will be called by a new name. That the mouth of the Lord will be store. You will be a crown of splendor in the Lord's hand. A royal diadem in the hand of our, of your God. No longer will they call you deserted or name your land desolate, but you will be called Hevzeba and your land Beulah. For the Lord will take delight in you and your land will be married. As a young man marries a maiden, so will your sons marry you. As a bridegroom rejoices over his bride, so will God rejoice over you. I have posted watchmen on your walls, O Jerusalem. They will never be silent day or night. You who call on the Lord, give yourselves no rest and give him no rest till he establishes Jerusalem and makes her the praise of the earth. So you see an expression of uh, this is Isaiah, prophet Isaiah writing. Whether he's uh, speaking about persistent, whether it's in terms of prophetic declarations over Jerusalem uh, as a prophet and all or prayer, you see. Because it says in verse 1, it says, For Zion's sake I will not keep silent. For Jerusalem's sake I will not remain quiet. Till a rashness shines out like dawn, a salvation like a blazing torch. Then he continues to say, What will unfold? A glorious destiny. And then now he says in verse 6, if you go down to verse 6, it says, I have posted watchmen on your walls, O Jerusalem. They will never be silent day or night. You who call on the Lord, give yourselves no rest and give him no rest till he establishes Jerusalem and makes her the praise of the earth. You see, so so there is a, a glorious destiny perceived about a, a, a glorious revelation of the of the destiny, prophetic revelation of the uh, of the destiny of the nation of uh, Israel, uh, of Zion, you know, of Jerusalem, you know, uh, particularly, so, so, so what happens is, uh, having seen that, there is persistence in prayer, persistence, maybe even in prophetic declarations, until that destiny, that brightness that is like dawn, that salvation that like is a blazing torch, the fact of uh, Jerusalem being the praise of the earth, until that unfolds, until all these things that are wonderful, that are proclaimed there are unfolds, so that, so, so seeing. So, so the, the issue is, is the, the point, remember the point is this, uh, is that uh, about the issues that are happening in the spiritual realm when you're praying. And the, and the first one was developing of faith and patience. This, this is the second point to emphasizing that it's spiritual birthing of new beginnings. Isaiah has seen a glorious destiny for Israel and he's, he's, he speaks about persisting, insisting, you know, and being relentless until 
that glorious destiny of Jerusalem is manifested in the natural realm. The third thing that happens in the uh, as we as we uh, in the spiritual realm uh, when we are praying is confrontation with the kingdom of darkness. Conf- confrontation in the kingdom of darkness as we persist in prayer. That's what is happening in the spiritual realm. This is what the scripture says uh, concerning uh, Daniel. Uh, Daniel had been praying about a vision, understanding, seeking to understand a vision that he had had. And so in Daniel chapter 10, from verse 12 to 14, this is what the scripture says. It's an angel speaking to him, says, uh, Then he continued, Do not be afraid, Daniel, since the first day that you set your mind to gain understanding and to humble yourself before your God, your words were heard. And I have come in response to them. But the prince of the Persian kingdom resisted me 21 days. Then Michael, one of the chief princes, came to help me because I was detained there with the king of Persia. Now I have come to explain to you what will happen to your people in the future for the vision concerning concerns at time yet to come. So as you can see here also, the, the, there is a sense of uh, Daniel, uh, if you read uh, uh, at the beginning of the chapter in verse 2, he speaks about he was praying and fasting for 3 weeks, 21 days. So as he persisted in prayer, uh, there was war in heaven. He did not know that was happening. But the angel now comes and explains to him what was happening, saying that as he was prayed, the first day the answer was released. And but as Daniel persisted in prayer and in this season of that session of fasting, what people call the Daniel fast, as uh, the, which was a partial fast in this context, so you find that uh, as he prayed for those twenty-one days, the the territorial spirit, this the prince of Persia, the king of Persia here, is not a human being; it's a territorial spirit from the kingdom of darkness stood to resist this angel until the archangel uh, Michael. Who is in charge of warfare, or who's known most of the time to defend the saints and come for warfare, as the book of Daniel later explains, came now to rescue uh, and uh, this angel and to clear the way for the the answer to be taken to Daniel. So as the prayer was going on, persist with persistent, battle was raging in the spiritual realm. So remember, the point is that. Uh, we are speaking we are, at this point we are speaking about that why don't people persist in prayer why do they give up and the point is that it's lack of understanding of what happens in the spiritual realm when you are praying the first we have said is a development of faith and patience is taking place in our spirit we are god is allowing us to build confidence in him as we are growing by waiting by 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 having that endurance to 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 insist because in the parable of the persistent widow in Luke chapter 8 verse 1 uh, to verse 8 it says that if the son of man comes will he find faith so persistence is an expression of faith so it's the development of faith and patience there the second point is the, the spiritual birthing of new beginnings as you have explained in the case of Elijah and in the case of Isaiah speaking and praying over Jerusalem and the third thing that happens in the spiritual realm when you are praying is a confrontation with the kingdom of darkness. So many people don't 
persist because they are not aware of these three things that I've mentioned that happened in the spiritual realm. So what happens is that this lack of awareness of activities in the spiritual realm can cause you to give up on the verge of breakthrough. Suppose Daniel stopped and uh, there was still war raging in the spiritual realm. His answer would have been delayed. Maybe it would have taken longer, possibly. May you not have been prevented completely, but you'd have been delayed because God has released the answer. So perhaps even you, there's some things you had started praying for, but you have relaxed. And because the enemy has, has decided, the kingdom of darkness has decided you are not going to get thing, that thing for yourself or for your family or for the, your church or for your institution or for somebody else, you stopped. So that thing is locked in the spiritual realm. So while you're thinking that God is the one who's delaying you, it's you. You have not persisted uh, to the point of overcoming the forces of wickedness in the spiritual realm. Or it could be, uh, uh, you could be on the verge of breakthrough in terms of new beginnings like uh, 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 Elijah when he was praying for rain to come. That he had seen the revelation, but now he was praying for rain. So you find that uh, suppose he had stopped after the fifth attempt or after the third attempt or the fourth attempt or the fifth or the sixth he insisted and he persisted and he was relentless until the servant came back with positive news there's a cloud the size of a man's and he knew that there's a breakthrough that has taken place there's the 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 revelation prophetic revelation of the rain has been released and locked from the spiritual realm to to the natural realm it has manifested so sometimes um, god may even have a word over your life that he has spoken to you. Uh, it can even be a word from directly just from the scriptures. If it's not a, another prophetic word about specificities within the boundaries of scripture about you. See, but when you don't have a sense of uh, persisting uh, in terms of allowing, uh, 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 asking God uh, to have that reality in the spiritual realm, bathed in the natural realm, then you may, you may have a delay. You may not see this come to pass. So when you, hear, when you receive the prophetic a revelation of something about your destiny or about a person or about a situation, you need to pray until it's unlocked into the natural realm. Don't just wait for it to happen. You should be aware of what is happening, that as you are praying, you are birthing new beginnings. But also, as you are praying, the kingdom of darkness may stand to oppose that. Or as you are praying, your faith and patience is developing and God is seeing that. And as those things are happening, uh, there are things that are, are, are realities that many people are not aware of and that's why they give up in prayer. The answers to your prayers could be around you, but they need to be unlocked in the spiritual realm in order for them to manifest in the natural realm. This, the, <clears throat> the, so the first reason why people give up on when they and do not persist in prayer is because of a lack of understanding of what is, what happens in the spiritual realm when we are praying when they are praying they don't understand that which and I've explained what happened, some of the things that happens these are just some of the things uh, the second reason why people give up they don't persist in prayer is because of lack of faith and the misunderstanding of what faith really is the scriptures define faith in uh, Hebrews chapter 1, chapter 11, verse 1. It speaks about that faith is being sure of things hoped for and being certain of things not seen. So, 
in the parable of the persistent widow that we read, we find that Jesus, after speaking about the, the, the after speaking about uh, giving this parable, towards the end, in verse eight, he says, uh, uh, he says, uh, maybe I can read from verse uh, six. He says, listen to what the unjust judge says, and will not God bring about justice to his chosen ones who cry out to him day and night? Will he keep putting them off? Then verse 8 explains. It says, I tell you, he will see that they get justice and quickly. However, when the Son of Man comes, will he find faith on earth? So, Jesus is basically saying that uh, persistence in prayer is faith, an expression of faith. You have probably heard some people say that uh, you need only to pray once and then just thank God after that. You can do it. No one prevents you from doing it. But the thing they say that if you don't do it, if you pray, if you continue praying, they say it's lack of faith. That's not true. The scriptures themselves, through Jesus Himself, say that uh, I, I give the illustration that you need to persist and to insist and to be relentless in prayer. Keep praying over that matter until it come to pass. And even you realize when you go to the uh, that uh, when Jesus was in the Garden of Gethsemane, he prayed three times, each for about more than an hour, you know. And he even told his disciples, it was more than an hour because he told his disciples, could you not watch me for me uh, for me uh, for at least an hour, you know. So you see, he was praying and asking, Father, if it be possible, let this cup be moved uh, from me. But nevertheless, not your will, but your will. And then he prayed again a second time. And he prayed a third time, you see. So Jesus also by practice demonstrated the the, the aspect of persistence in prayer. So, uh, the, so we are saying that the second reason why uh, believers don't persist in prayer is maybe they have a wrong teaching about that you only need to pray once and just thank God, you know. And if you pray, uh, if you keep praying, that it's uh, an expression of lack of faith. That's not true. It's not scriptural. Uh, and also, it's a lack of what. Uh, so it's, a, so it's a lack of faith and misunderstanding of what faith is really is. So some people may lack that or, or some people may start praying and they just feel like God will not answer. So they don't believe in God. They don't believe in God's capacity to deliver. They'd feel, some people they believe that. I've had some people tell me that uh, they, they don't doubt that God can do some things, but they doubt that God will do it for them. See, So it's a lack of faith and the misunderstanding of what faith really is. And the, other, the third reason why people don't persist in prayer, why they give up, is that is laxity and lack of deep spiritual roots in God. Laxity and lack of deep spiritual roots. And this is evident in spiritual complacency. That uh, you're used to sorting out things in the natural realm. So when you, uh, when you pray is one of the avenues. So when you start praying, you don't even think so much about it. So because one is shallow in the word, and shallow in prayer and shallow in just general sense of the issues of the faith then what happens uh, is uh, uh, is that uh, because they lack roots uh, they don't continue they don't persist because they, they have not come to the point of uh, realizing the weight of the spiritual uh, matters that they engage in uh. and also there's a dimension of laxity general laxity that people are just lax on spiritual things beyond the deep that that you need to it's matters of prayer. When you say we pray, unless there's a major crisis, they just pray a bit and then they leave the matter. So, so many people don't persist because of this, of because of laxity and lack of deep spiritual roots in God. 
generally we can call it spiritual complacency. The fourth reason why people don't persist in prayer is discouragement. Discouragement. And this is about becoming emotionally tired of trying without seeing results. So you have been praying and praying and you don't see results. And unlike the, the, the persistent widow, you give up because you're discouraged. But what happens is that if you give up, you will never see the answer. If you give up, if you stop praying, the enemy will prevail if he's the one blocking the prayer uh, in the spiritual realm. And uh, if it's birthing, you'll have had a, uh, you'll have stopped the birthing process and the matter will be locked in the spiritual realm until you insist again or somebody backs you up uh, by God's mercy. So this is one of the tactics of the kingdom of darkness. Discouragement is one of the things. If the enemy wants to prevent you, to attack you, or to prevent you from persisting in prayer, from getting whatever you need, from having confidence in God, he will, he will introduce discouragement, something bad to happen to you so that you get discouraged. And in this context, you are doing something that is leading to your results, and that is persisting in prayer. And you have seen that by the, the, from Scripture that persistent leads to the answer. If it's a persisting on a matter that's according to the will of God, yet the enemy will discourage you so that you don't go all the way that you so that you don't go all the way to the end. <clears throat> the fifth reason why uh, uh, believers don't persist in prayer is a uh, is a general conditioning of quick fixes in the modern world. That our modern world, our contemporary uh, society, has been conditioned to have a to to have a, a sense of uh, microwave expectations huh? that things will just happen quickly. That uh, quick fixes, you know. Uh, looking for quick fixes. So this has cultivated a culture of impatience and abhorrent practices for process. Yeah, Abhor uh, Let me say is, is that this has cultivated a culture of impatience and abhorrence for process. Not abhorrence practices, but abhorrence. Like they, de they detest process. They don't want anything that will take time. Uh, they want things to be done quickly. That uh, if you stay in a line for two or three minutes, you start complaining. If you can try to log on something and it's not opening, you start becoming impatient. Huh? So it's the general culture. As we have moved towards efficiency through uh, advancement in technology and innovation, what has happened is that many people have been conditioned to getting things easily and quickly. And because of that conditioning, many people will and are impatient. They are not willing to persist and to wait for God to answer the prayer. And what this has happened, done is that many people would rather compromise than wait. So if you see, like you pray, instead of persisting, you will give up. You give up and you, 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 you decide to use alternatives that are inconsistent with the will of God, inconsistent with the principles of the kingdom. So, as we have seen today, that persistence, persistence in prayer is a key, is a key. However, there are those five reasons we have explained that cause believers not to persist in prayer. So you have to reflect on the same and ask yourself: Are you? Is this one of the, the, the that could one of these aspects be preventing you from uh, the key of persistence? 
from using the key of persistence and therefore not get your get to your answer you know so as we have this uh, exhortation as i give you this exhortation of you uh having the uh, that 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 you should have the inclination towards persistence that even if you pray for something once or twice and it doesn't happen and you know it's a will of god that you should continue to insist and to persist and to be relentless until you see it as you have seen the illustrations of people did so in scripture and from the parable of the persistent widow we see that uh, so as uh, as we do that i would like you to now as you, as you uh, internalize what I've been saying about that, I would like you to reflect on these two uh, questions. The first is that, are you persistent in prayer or do you give up easily? What, how can you be described? Are you persistent in prayer or do you give up easily? The second thing is, what makes you give up in prayer? What makes you give up in prayer? I've explained five things, five uh, of the things, factors that lead to people giving up in prayer. There could be another, another, another reason that you have. These are not the only, the only thing, but these are the ones that I've seen commonly. So, do you give up? That uh, uh, why do you give up? If you are the kind of person who doesn't persist in prayer, why do you usually give? Up? What causes you to give up? What causes you not to persist until you get the answer? So, in conclusion. I would like you to, if you have been blessed with this episode, that uh, you should share and and subscribe if you have not, so that you don't miss any of the future episodes. And give us feedback from the podcast platform that you are listening to the episode from, or the email address provided, or the social media accounts, any of the social media accounts provided in the show notes. May God grant you abundance of uh, uh, grace to persist and even deeper insight as you reflect on what you have discussed in this episode so that you will not give up. You will hear to the Jesus call in, in Luke chapter 18 verse 1 that men, or men ought always to pray and not to give up. Men ought always to pray and not to faint. And God bless you. Uh, may you thrive and be effective in prayer. In our next episode, we'll continue with other uh, keys on effective prayer.